Hey guys, I'm Tasha Ray, and welcome back to Secrets of the Opposite Sex. I'm here with my girl, Devin. Hey. And our special guest today is Evan Ravenel. Welcome to the show, Evan. Oh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, like you said, my name is Evan Ravenel, 31 years old. Um, I play professional basketball overseas. I played in countries like Japan, Bulgaria, Israel, Belgium, all over the place. Been doing this for the past eight years. And uh, I think uh, my relationship status is single. Since you are single, how do you think your career has affected your love life? Uh, tremendously. The long distance thing is extremely tough. Talking on the phone and things like that, you have to be strong communication wise. I feel like a lot of people in my generation aren't very good communicating wise, being intuitive and things like that. So the long distance thing has created kind of a, a riff with my dating life. But being older now, being 31 years old, getting out of my 20s and realizing the mistakes I've made, I'm looking to change those type of things going forward with it. Would you give your girl a pass because you two are long distance? Does some does anything like that occur? Um, I, I'm not a fan of giving people passes. You know what I'm saying? That's just opening the door for other things. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I have friends who who do that type of stuff. Like, hey, when I'm when I'm away, just don't let me find out type deal and Maybe that may work for them. For me personally, I'm not a fan of it. Like that's not my cup of tea. Uh, but long distance relationships, getting back to your question, they can work. I think it takes a lot of effort. I think it takes a lot of communication. I think it takes a lot of understanding of who you're dealing with and what they have going on on top of both ways. It's not a one way street. It's like, it's understanding each other and what each other have going on in their lives on both sides. Have you had a relationship that's been successful long distance where long distance isn't the reason why you broke up? The issue I had reading, misreading the situation when we got together and, and not understanding each other and where we wanted to go about things once we, once we came together. It wasn't, it wasn't the distance that, that, that deaded it for the situation. Hmm. Okay, so what's something that you can do early on to see someone for who they really are? Like, is there anything that you do to like test people or? No, I'm not really much of a game player or, or like testing people, things like that. Like somebody, I'm, let's say I'm dating two people, whatever, in different times, not at the same time, whatever. But somebody I might date, the person A I might date in a week may maybe feel a certain way. Person B might make me feel that way in three months. Like it's just, I just go with the full type of situation. It just is what it is. And I think that's just how I am. So do you have any, I mean, do you have any regrets as far as you said you're, I mean, you kind of talked about your status at the beginning. Um, do you have any regrets? No, nah, I don't have any regrets. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change a thing or anything that's going on. I get to travel the world and see different things. The only thing that's tough about it is that uh, I do it alone so much. Like a lot of my friends that have the same profession as me, like, or not a lot, few of my friends, they have their wife or their girlfriend is with them all the time. They're sharing these experiences. They're going to different places and they're growing together through it all. That takes a lot of, that takes a big commitment on both sides because you're asking someone to kind of forfeit their life with, with my profession and things like that. It's like, hey, drop what you're doing. Come overseas with me and let's live this life. So do I regret it? Nah. Do I wish I had somebody with me? Yeah, I do. It might be a different change of pace for what I've been dealing with for sure. So what would that look like if you actually asked someone to like essentially kind of put their life on pause to come with you? What would that look like? Like how would the finances work? What would you expect from them 
in that aspect. Have you ever had a situation where you wanted, where you were thinking about asking somebody to do that? So personally, uh, I would never ask. So the, the type of women that I date, they're like career driven women. Like they have their own thing going on. Like they're, I guess, essentially female bosses as you like, that you women like to say or things like that. I would never ask the woman that I'm dating, hey, drop what you're doing and come with me across water and like, I'll take care of everything, things like that. I don't want a woman that, that will want to do those type of things. That's not what, that's not my preference. Uh, but I guess like the guys that I do know, majority of them are married. The situations where they bring their girlfriend over there and they're over there just every day sitting there waiting for their man to get home from playing basketball or practice and things like that or traveling from games and stuff, it doesn't typically work out. Some resentment is built up because you have a, a grown woman essentially just over there spending money. They're not doing anything. They can't get work because they don't have a work visa, things like that. And it causes it causes resentment and it causes problems. But like when it's your wife, you have children, things like that, that's your life. You guys went there together and you guys have a commitment and a bond and that's in you working through it. Mm. Have you learned any lessons from seeing your teammates do this? Yeah, I learned a lot. Uh, if you're going to do it, don't, don't, don't be in a girlfriend, boyfriend situation. Make sure it's your wife. Like y'all in this together, like to death, do y'all part type stuff. Because like girlfriend, boyfriend situation, like it's easy. Like, oh, this not working out. I'm going home. Boom. You out of there. But if it's your wife, that's someone that you 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 went you uh you stood before God and you made an oath like through thick and thin through death do us part type stuff like all right how are we gonna get through this month you bringing in X amount of dollars this is what I can do how can I contribute to this marriage with a girlfriend or a boyfriend it's, it's it's you don't have to do those things. So okay, you said that you date career driven women. So you're overseas for a length of time, and you're trying to do that with someone, and she's staying here building her career. What does that look like when you come back? I mean, I feel like that might be a little bit of a challenge too. Mm-hmm. Coming so like it, it can't be because I've kind of been in this situation before. Um, you know, we you over. I'm over here nine, ten months of the year. You by yourself, you secluded, you isolated. All you really have is phone conversation for the most part, FaceTime and things like that. So when you get back and you guys are each other's space. It's like I can't do certain things. I can't do certain things like I do. I got to be considerate of her and her space. I got she got to be considerate of me and things like that. Most of the times is you being considerate of her space because she ain't going for it. Like she, she look at you like, oh, you ain't been here. Like, what is you talking about? Like, this is how things go. This, but it's tough. It's tough. Uh, you just gotta, like I said, like that communication is huge. That understanding is huge. That willingness to compromise and work with each other has to be there. You have to be with someone that's that's like minded in that thinking. Mm. I agree. Mm. That's. I was in a, I'm not going to get too into detail because you're on the hot seat, not me, but I dated someone (laughs) for years. I mean, I was sending him care packages, picking him up from the airport. And when he quit playing basketball, he came back to America. I said, wow, you came back and we never worked out. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I'm not bitter, maybe a little bit, but I get it. It happens. It's dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I've had, I have friends, like even like female friends and they date guys that play overseas and things like that. And when those guys careers finish, I think the hardest thing 
for most guys, like, what's next? You know, like, really getting to it. It's like, well, all right, bro, like, this ain't basketball no more. Like, you're not getting a check once a month to play a game. Like, it's the real world now. Like, what are you going to add to this? Like, what, like, what are you bringing to the table? Because I'll say this. There aren't – there are a lot of men that will take on a woman that's not really doing much. And, I, and I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong and will, like, hold her down as far as, like, financially like, as long as she take care of things. There aren't a lot of women that's going to put up with a man not bringing in no money. There's just not. I don't see it. I don't see a lot on my for in my on my line of work. I don't see a lot of women like going to work every day, bringing in the money, coming home and seeing they do it on the on the couch playing playing Xbox all day, and they think it's just like it's just cool. Like it's just not flying. So like it's it, it, guys come back from overseas. A lot of them don't have a plan. You got to have a plan when you come back, and you got to get to it. That seems like a hard transition. Agreed. Okay, yeah. so you said you like. Uh, date boss ladies as we call it i'm not gonna use the other term i don't use that word y'all know how y'all <laughs> you know but is there a standard to date you if so like what's your standard is there a standard uh i think i, I don't i don't really like using that word standard i feel like it kind of belittles certain people who don't kind of fit in my preference i have a preference the type of women i date yes for sure is there a standard <laughs> so that's a that's a just a strong word when it that's comes to like What's your preference? I prefer to date black women. I prefer to date uh, more like women who kind of like have the athletic background, taller women, uh, strong-minded women. Because like I, I mean, sometimes I need to be checked. I know sometimes I be tripping. Like sometimes I always say something like, "Nah, bro, like you wild. Like I, I can't have no over tight woman. I just can't." Yeah. Um, just, just somebody that like that's that's spontaneous, that's fun, that's adventurous. Um, she can't be born like she's got to be open-minded to certain things like one day I might walk home like yo like let's go paintball open yourself up to things be open to things that's my preference that's the type of woman that I like typically so you said athlete you said you prefer a woman with like an athletic background do you think that athletes pair better with athletes yes on a simple fact of understanding what as the athletes dealing with certain things like that like I've dated women well, like boardroom type women, I did those type of women, and like it's constant questions about like what I was doing, how I was spending my time. She never took the time, or that like they never took the time to understand me as a person, what I was dealing with. Not they just so much looked at the stereotype. Mm. Okay, why are you at the gym so long? Are you my mom or we dating? You had somebody say, "Why are you at the gym so long?" Or for sure. <laughs> Or like can or oh this is this is something that I do not like. I do not like. I, I had this one before. She would be like, Well, I want to come work out with you. I want to come to the gym and lift and work out with you. And I was like, no. <laughs> she she threw a whole it, it was as simple as that. Like, no, you can't do that. She was like, Why not? Like, I work out too. Like, I want to come work out. That was something we can do together. And I said, listen here, I would never come to your job and ask to jump in a boardroom meeting. Facts. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. It's it's your career. I don't do what I do for fun. I don't do it for, you know what I'm saying? I don't do it for to look cute. I don't do, like, I don't do <laughs> it, like, do this because this is how I pay my bills. I do this is how I put the roof over my head, the food on my table. Like, it's not fun. It's a job. This is my job. So when I'm at my job, I need to be completely focused. I would never come to your job and be like, yeah, you ain't you ain't handle that meeting right. You tripping. Like, I'll never come up in there like, let me run this shit with you too. No, I would never do that. So no, you cannot come to my workout. No, you cannot come to, like, this stuff like that. So that sounds like a good segue <laughs> to what we're going to play. <laughs> so let me ask you before we play the red flag game, 
Um, what are your deal breakers or red flags that you've seen in the past during the dating phase? Ooh, punctuality. I don't like, I like people that like respect my time. I like people who are on time. I like, if I say, hey, we're going to dinner at seven o'clock. Don't show up at 7.30, like it's cute. You know, like some women, I feel like they be trying to like be a little cute stuff, they show up a little late. Like, I don't like that. I walk out of there. Like I walk out of there so fast, like it's no problem. Like where are you? I said seven, 7.25, yeah, I know, I'm gone. I got into a whole spat with a woman I was dating before because she like thought it was cute and she thought it was funny. Like, I, I just don't like my time play. Well, that's something for me that's just like a, I don't deal with it. Yeah. I feel like, and I also feel like with deal breakers, like if you don't nip it in the butt early, people won't take it serious. Like if you let, if you let that slide the first time and the second time you try to get on the like, well, shoot, like, like you, you let it happen the first time. Yeah. That inch will turn into a mile real quick. Yeah. Fast. Fast. That's real. Yeah. Okay. So let's yeah. go ahead and play the red flag game. The side eye edition. <laughs> We're going to ask you five questions. And you let us know if it's a red flag for you or a complete deal breaker, and then tell us why. Gotcha. They've never said the words, I love you romantically, and now they want to date you. Is that a red flag? And they tell you, like, look, I've never I've never done this before. It's not, I guess it's I guess it's a red flag, but it's not a complete deal breaker. Why is it a red flag? I'm very expressive. Like I like if I feel like if I'm I wear my emotions on my face. Like you can see how I'm feeling. Like I don't hide nothing bad. Like I, 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 and I'm a terrible liar, so I don't lie. Like I just tell people what it is, what's going on. So like, if if you're talking to someone, they've never told someone how they felt. How are they gonna be able to open up and be expressive to you? Mm. Like never done it. In, they've never done it in the past. So what what makes you think that you're the person that's going? Oh, okay, the light the light switch is gonna turn on right here and there. Like I'm that person. Like you don't know that. So they disclose that with me early on. Like. Yo, what's going on? Like, tell me why not? Yeah. They can't tell me why not. And I can't trust that answer. Like we got a real problem. That's a good point. Someone who has a negative response to uncomfortable situations. Deal breaker. That's not being spontaneous. I can't, I can't deal with it. Mm. I said, I said that earlier. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm good. <laughs> you gotta be able to get out of those uh, comfort zones. Gotta get your comfort zone. Mm-mm. Now, I got some things I just won't bud on, for sure, though. And if that don't work for some people, like, hey, like, we just ain't for each other. But, yeah, I'm cool. I, I mean, I wish you the best. See you later. Hold on. What aren't you budging on? I don't do roller coasters. Mr. Spontaneous doesn't do roller coasters? How does that work? I'm a taller guy. I'm six foot eight. I've been six eight since high school. Like, like, and then like we went to like Disney World when I was in high school. And like, I don't know if you ever been on Space Mountain. Space Mountain is completely mm -hmm. dark. It's completely dark. You can't see nothing. So, but it's an it's an indoor roller coaster. It's not even big for. Real. But like the whole time in Space Mountain, like I can't see anything, and all I hear like I'm in the seat and it's tight. It's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and then it's dark on top of that. So as a kid, I'm kind of like kind of like freaking out. So as we we're going through the roller coaster, all you hear is. Like over my head, so I think I'm about to hit my head on something as we're going. So like ever since then, like I've never wanted to get on another roller coaster ever again. It like completely freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Not doing. It. Not <laughs> okay, 
What about if somebody want, they're okay with marriage, okay with a committed relationship, but they have never said anything about wanting to or have no plans to live together. They want to be with you, but not in one household. <laughs> uh, they want to walk the streets too. I'm cool. Nah, done. <laughs> Hold on, this is like, what else you got going on? Some people like their space. They've yeah. like grown accustomed to just being, you know, doing things how they do it. Like people have a man cave, sometimes they need the whole house. <laughs> That's what they doing? <laughs> nah, my wife, she can't have her own house. It's dead. On to the next one. Oh, man. <laughs> do people really be with that? Like y'all asking questions to other people? Like people be like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been good times. Me and you married. I got my house here. You got your house on this side of town. But yeah, you never heard those stories where people like live across the street from each other and they're married. No, yeah, never. I would think that Evan would be more open to it because what if you're married and then somebody calls you and says that they want you to play another season? So then you're married in two houses, right? Like she can't stop her career. She's a boss. Yeah, uh, that's different. That's for work. That like that's that's like that's the circumstance that come between the situation. We both gotta understand it. But like like no one forcing our hand, no gun through our head. Like she just like you just want your own house. And I get my own house. Nah, that's dead. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even going for as far as sleeping in separate bedrooms. I'm not even going for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I disagree because what if people snore? Not me. Snore. Yeah. Somebody. Really, really bad. I might have to step out, and I don't want to sleep on the couch, so I might have to sleep in the guest bedroom, and then I might have to do that a lot if you snore a lot. Yeah, yeah. If it's 2021, people get whole fake faces. They can go to the doctor and get a brand. <laughs> whole fake faces. Whole yeah. fake faces. Don't have sleep apnea. Yeah. What's a little, little, little thing? Oh, the little devices. Yeah. Breathing like man, so many different things you can do these days. Oh man, that's the funny. water, whatever the little water nose salt thing that clean. I don't know something, but I will say this though: there is nothing more least attractive about a woman that's snoring crazy. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, we like women that snore. That is not cute. <laughs> but who can control that? And who would know they snore unless somebody told them? <laughs> unless they're speaking better, with somebody, you know, for them to tell them that <laughs> delivery. Like you gotta. Me up and they were like oh you were snoring a little bit ha it was cute i would know he was lying but at least he was protecting my feelings if i wake up and you're standing above me and you're like come on like you sound like a damn something something that really would hurt my feelings so i want to do i'll tell you what i do i'll tell you what i do I go to bed at night and i put the, i just get my phone and i will record it record you snoring i will record you snoring i wouldn't tell you in the morning Wake up, brush our teeth, kiss. Oh yeah, have a nice day at work. When you get to work though, that's just gonna pop up your phone. What did it say? Uh, a file, one video, boom. <laughs> that's petty. That would traumatize me. At first, I was with it. Now I feel like you're sounding a little toxic because <laughs> if I get to work and I'm like, my man loves me. I had a great night of sleep. I'm going to make it a good day. And then my coworkers are right there. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Like, did he really just do this? Did he really just send this to me? And then I would be mad. Then I would make, be more petty. And then yeah. the petty did cycle will continue. <laughs> did you really just do that and snore all night long, Dev? Exactly. Exactly.
<laughs> okay, so what about someone who isn't willing to compromise? So you have to do the bending when there are disagreements. Did been there, done that, didn't work out. I'm not doing it again. I haven't tried it, tried to be the, the I tried to be the bender. You can only bend so much till you break. Agreed. How long did that last before you broke? Man, I'd rather not even say it. Had me over look like a whole fool on this old podcast. <laughs> well, we all been there. It's all right. <laughs> Man, how that song go? Everybody plays the fool. Sometimes. That Man. Yes. Okay. This is the last question, but this is also a question that I think women and men both deal with. But do you consider it a red flag when someone doesn't ask you anything about yourself and they always wait for you to engage them? Oh, uh, I never really thought about that. Um, maybe I'm, maybe I'm kind of a little slow in that sense. Like I, I wouldn't catch on to that, like that quick in the moment. Uh, I don't think that would be an issue. I don't, I don't think that would be like a deal breaker or anything like that. Like when you, the way you say it, the way you say it, yeah, it sounds kind of weird. Like, damn, they kind of selfish as hell. In the heat of the moment, in a, in a situation, I wouldn't pick up on what they were doing. I just, I just not that kind of guy. So I'd probably be like, yeah, come on, we'll keep going with this. So you wouldn't notice that. You sure know a whole lot about them, but they don't really know a whole lot about you because they're not asking you any questions about yourself. What you're asking them questions to get to know them. Okay. Yeah, after a while you pick up on it, but like I'm saying, like in the heat of the moment, like like as it's as it's going on, like I wouldn't pick on it for pick up on it for a while. So do you think I mean for me that the follow-up would be like I think it gets really dry really quick. If I'm texting or talking to a guy and I'm saying, you know, how was your day? And he's like, good, long, um, great. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna be like, well, what made it great? That's not, you know, I'm not gonna go that crazy, but it's like, okay, if you're asking me questions, I'm gonna talk to you. Like, that's why I have your number because I wanna talk to you. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna, you know, tell you for hours, but I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my day. And then I feel like when I don't get it in return, it's like, this gets dry so quick. That's just, that's just poor communication skills, it seems like on, on one side or the other. Like like you said, that like, if that's, if that's the route it's going, like that, that it's gonna end very quickly because Drive conversations, they lead to people like losing interest and you just, you know what, like I'm cool. Like, why am I asking how your day was? I know it was good. <laughs> why would I ask, like, why well, I'm gonna keep asking you these things? Like, I know what, I know the answer. Like, same thing every time. Like, how soon do you guys get fed up with that? Like, how long does it take for you to be like, you know what, bro, like I'm tired of you, what you doing to me to death, bro? Well, that'll be one of the quickest ways to get yourself asked. Cause I can't do poor communication. And I can't do the short answer. It's like, okay, you know, either this is going to be a balanced conversation or there's not going to be a conversation. And if it gets to the point where I feel like if I stop initiating a conversation, it wouldn't happen, that's a problem. So mm. we just not going to have a conversation because I'm not going to initiate it anymore. Once I see that that's the pattern, we're going down the wrong road. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to put any uh, specific time frames on here because like you, I don't want to expose, I don't want to expose myself, but um, I definitely, one thing that I'll do is I'll get annoyed by it. I mean, I'll text a guy and I'll, I'll still respond because I don't want to not reply to him and him think that I'm being petty. But after a while, I feel like I'm the one that's saying, okay, good morning. How was your day? and I'm not feeling anything, I'm getting that dry response. Mentally, 
I cut you off. I'm not, I might still reply to you. I might say, hey to you. I might, you know, be cordial, but I reach a point where I'm like, no, he would have applied way more pressure if you really wanted me to be with him. So at this point, he's my friend. Mm. That's interesting. I'm not, so like for me, like as a man, like I'm not a good morning guy. I'm mm. not gonna do it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna want you doing you. Like I wanna, I wanna pick your brain. I feel like that's the best way to get to know someone. And that's kind of the best way to keep the communication going. For sure. Conversations with substance and depth. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that too, because I mean, when you think about it, I am I am doing the same thing every day. Like I'll send good morning, but then again, um, maybe when you ask dry questions, sometimes you get dry responses. So maybe it's like half and half, but I think that the man is the one that should be courting the woman in the beginning. So. If I meet a guy, I'm not gonna the first day be calling him and talking to him about, you know, cooking shows and stuff because I think that, um, you know, if he really wants to talk to me, he'll call me type thing in the beginning at least. I mean, I think that evens out, but uh, I mean, I, I think if women are just calling calling men and trying to be the one that hold the conversation in the beginning, you can't go mm. up from there personally. Mm. Okay, I respect that. Okay, so we have come to the point where you get to turn mm. the tables. So since Devin and I have asked you a million questions <laughs> this episode, okay. you now get to ask Devin and I a question of your own that we must answer. I get two questions. Why is it that nobody ever wants to just ask one question? They want to ask 22. You can have two questions. <laughs> Give an inch, and then this is what happens. Like, Hello. we're like, okay, we talked about this. We talked about well, this. Y'all said, ladies, y'all said I get to ask Devin and I. This is what you said, Tasha. <laughs> I, get to ask I okay. a question. There's two of you. I feel like I to get two questions. Okay, go ahead. Be great. There, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> my first question is Do you ladies think? you have one soulmate or that you have an infinite number of soulmates you just have to find that right person for the ladies in the conversation because it will lead until my next question it's like a twofer oh they, I, we've been here before are you like jordan evans reincarnation <laughs> we've right. been here before from episode one okay so for me um, I, mm, that's hard i kind of feel like maybe you have I don't even know if this will make sense, but I'll try to explain it as best I can. I don't know if you have just like one soulmate for your lifetime, but I feel like you do have soulmates or people that come into your life at particular stages in your life for a reason. So I feel like they might not be your forever soulmate, but they were what you needed at that time, you know, and it was a healthy bond. It was a growing experience. It was what you needed to get to the next level. Like I've had those strong ties, but I don't feel like, for instance, now at 35, I can go back to the guy that was my sole person when we were 21. I feel like we're not, I mean, wonderful person, taught me a lot, but I don't think that we're in the same space to be lifetime soulmates, if that mm. makes sense. But it was necessary at that point. Maybe each, I don't know, depending on your age. I don't know. Maybe because I don't know because I haven't found my forever soulmate. Maybe I'll feel differently <laughs> if I find sure. someone who I feel like, okay, this is a lifetime type situation. We're done with the little stages and seasonal. 
Got you. Got you. Dev? So if it's an age thing, Tasha, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to get the universe to send me signs. So if you're saying that this might be like an age thing, or if you're telling me that in the last year of my 20s, I should have several boyfriends, I think that's what you were kind of telling me, that I have multiple soulmates. And I was thinking that. So now I know that my message was sent through Tasha. Um, no, I mean, my first answer was going to be no, one, one soulmate. But also, like Tasha said, I have no idea who he is. I'd like to think that there's one out there because there's not multiple right now because there's there's nobody that um, I've had that seasonal like really good time with. Um, I think that everybody makes um, everybody makes their own decisions. I I really me I believe that God has already written my life out, but I think that we make decisions every day that that change um, with what our trajectory is. So I think that you could easily find your soulmate and then not end up with them and lose them because you didn't um, act accordingly or um, you know, you might've had to deal with some traumas or something like that. So could you end up with somebody else? It's great, yes. But I do think that everybody has, maybe it sounds like naive, but uh, I think that there is one person that you'll match with better than anybody else. That's what I think, I hope. Okay. Yeah. The answer, it started all kind of shaky. It was a little hot girl summers at first. I was like, oh, Lord. Lord, gee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to let you land. I, I, I left it alone, and you and you landed strong. But, no, nah, it was a great answer. Those are great answers. I, to kind of speak on what you guys were saying, uh, I think we have multiple soulmates. I don't think you have one. I don't think there's one direct person that you are going out searching for. And you're going to be eternally happy. Do you know how difficult that would be in the world that we live in with the billions of people that are in the world to find your one true soulmate? How, like, and who's to say, like, you gotta think a lot of people that we, that we, a lot of people that we know haven't left their city in their entire lives. We travel a lot. We, we're good. No, y'all no, do for sure. For sure y'all do. But like to sit here and say like you, I guarantee we all know someone who's never left their city their entire life. Yeah. Say their soulmate is in that city. So they would never find them. They would never find this person they would be looking for. They would, they would never know. So I, I don't think you have one soulmate. I think you have an infinite number of soulmates. I just think that you have to find that person and find out what works for you and you guys can be happy and go off the other right off in the sunset. Mm. That's my idea on soulmates. That's just me, little old Evan. But second question. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let I'll let Dev start this so this don't feel like I'm asking Everyone is to request order. Anyway, what do give me your idea on the whole we are the prize, I am the prize in a relationship. Like women feel like they're the prize in a relationship. Do you believe in that the woman is the prize in a relationship? Do you think the man is the prize in a relationship? Give me your thoughts on it. Definitely. Could have asked a more complicated question first. Um, <laughs> this is like double jeopardy that I didn't even sign up for. Um, but I think um that wouldn't be fun. I think that when a woman enters a relationship and she thinks, or she um, is very vocal about how she thinks that she is the prize and um, that she is more focused on her being the prize than her treating her man the way that he should be treated, I think that that's not healthy. I think that a woman in a relationship where her man treats her like the prize, but in return, she also like knows his value. Uh, I think that I think that that is better. I mean, women that that run around and say like, 
I'm the prize, you chase me, I'm not answering your call, blocked, that type of thing. Like they they don't, they don't, they haven't experienced being treated like a prize. I can't speak for everybody, but some people haven't. So that's why they're like shoving it down your face. Like I'm the prize, I'm the prize, treat me like one because they have never had a man that did. I think that when you're in a relationship and a man really treats you like that, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm the prize. He knows that because he treats you like that. You're secure. Mm. Okay. Tasha? So I definitely agree with what Devin said. I also think if we're in a relationship, we both better be the prize. So glad um, to hear that. Because who, who's just hopping in a relationship with someone who's not? Like, that doesn't sound like, doesn't sound conducive to a, a, you know, a strong relationship or a relationship that I want to be in anyway. And I think it's very important what Devin said. I still want to be treated like that. Feel like he, he feels like I'm a prize. And I'll treat him like that in return, though, because that's what happens in a healthy relationship. You pay attention to each other's needs and you take care of each other. Um, it's not all about me. It's not all about him. But it'd be nice if the other person felt like it. I want to feel like it's all about me, even if it's not. And I want him to feel like it's all about him because I got him the same way he should have me. Love that answer. Um, I absolutely hate when I hear men or women say, I am the prize in this relationship. I hate it. I think it's the most asinine thing you can say when you're in a relationship. Oh, I'm the prize. Like when, when you think of the idea of, of prize is like, you worked, you worked, fought, and you scrapped to get the prize, boom. So, and then when I think of like a relationship, I look at it like a business merger. This is her company, this is my company. When we come together, we get to be a prize. That's what I, that's how I look at relationships and things like that. So if one person, like, well, shoot, I'm the end of the prize. Like, you come over here, like, you automatically win. Like, what does that say about the other person? Right. As a matter of fact, let's go back to like a little game, a little test thing at the beginning of our conversation. About, I might throw something in there about prizes and things like that. Who's the prize and stuff like that. like that. If she goes on and on about like, women are the prize, we because like this is what a lot of women would say: women are the prize. We we make men better. When a man gets with a woman, he does, she elevates him, and rightfully so. Yeah, when you get with someone, you should elevate them. When they get with you, they should elevate you. It's right. not one way. Yeah at all so this whole theory of women or men or i'm the prize type thing i don't like that mindset when going into a relationship i don't like that mindset at all and i feel like this generation that we are coming up in like my generation has that mindset and i think it's a disease mm. oh i think that's so interesting because i know it's a, a fictional show but i always think about um speaking about generations and times i feel like men did value women and put them on a pedestal like for instance like the cosby's how claire mm. you know she she was a prize you know what i mean in that situation uh so was so was bill don't get me twisted uh yeah. bill. <laughs> but how he treated her i think that's what a lot of women aspire um to be to feel and want out of a relationship or what i want from a man um, I don't necessarily know if I feel like there's anything wrong with saying that you're a prize. There's nothing wrong with knowing that you bring value to a relationship. But I think the problem comes in when you don't feel like it goes both ways, that he is a prize as well. You know, yeah. that he should not, like there shouldn't be reciprocity. You know what I mean? That he shouldn't, he Perfect. doesn't deserve the same 
uh, level of love, attention, and, you know, showering of whatever as you do. Okay. I like that. I like that. It's not, it's not for me, it's not, I'm the prize. We're the prize. Agreed. I'm the prize until there's a mess. I mean, because if you don't value yourself or think you're a prize, you're going to end up with a joker, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, with somebody who doesn't value you or think that they hit the jackpot, you know? For sure, for sure. You don't want that. You don't want to feel taken. Both ways. They definitely got to go both ways. Reciprocation is, is huge. Give whatever energy you put in, you want to get it back. Facts. Facts. Relationships should be built on reciprocity. I think that's a good note to close out on. So thank you so much, Evan, all the way in Japan. We appreciate it. Got me and Dev up early in the morning. <laughs> Next time I up early, y'all can, y'all can stay up late. Oh, no, because usually me and Dev are uh, sip sipping. Y'all might have been coming with my neck. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're much nicer on coffee. Yeah, I think you got off easy. You got off pretty easy, you know. Want you a brave soul to come into the hot seat, so we sure appreciate you. So why don't you tell the ladies where they can find you on the internet? Oh man, see, I'm not looking. Oh. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm single, but I'm communicating with someone, and I like the way it's going. So I don't even really. I don't even want to put that energy out there like that. This is some places you can slide into and, and win right now because, I, like I told you, like the, the stage I'm in in my life. Is that like I'm focusing my energy in one place? So yes, I am still single. Uh, my Instagram is e underscore r a v twenty four. If you would like to follow me and things like that, it's the same thing for all my social medias like Twitter and stuff like that. But if if you look at the shoe, like <laughs> it ain't it ain't it. Ain't it. <laughs> it ain't it, right? It ain't Don't it. shoot your shot there, ladies. <laughs> uh, now, anytime that I, I'm talking to a guy and he hands out his Instagram, I'm going to be like, hmm, really? Well, guess what? On the podcast, Evan didn't even want to disclose his information and he's not even in a relationship. He just likes the way the communication is going. So that's just this. Can't base men off one person. I am one single man. This is myself, this is how I choose to conduct myself going on right now. And then at the end of the day, even even if I say these things, we all know if somebody wants something, they're gonna have to, they're gonna go after it. It's up to me as, as a man myself to be able to be like, nah, I'm cool. Facts. 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 So it don't even really matter <laughs> at this point. <laughs> all right. Well, that will do it for this episode. Uh, so download the app, subscribe, like and comment on the episode of the podcast. And we'll be back with a new guest in the hot seat next time. So tune in.